Greetings. Hey everyone, welcome to Why Mommy Drinks. This is Betsy Stover. And this episode, I am joined by, you know her, you love her. She's an actor, she's a writer, Rebecca Johnson. Hi. Hi. Thanks for having me. Thanks for coming. Nobody could see that I lifted my arms up when I said that. (laughs) She was really triumphant. Uh, You reminded me of Jesus in, um, what is it, Brazil? Um, Oh, yeah, yeah. He's embracing. Yeah, that guy. Yeah. You know that guy. Um, what is? It? It's like a. He's like fifty feet tall. Yeah. The Statue of Liberty. No, that's a woman. <laughs> okay, but like a robe. No, that's the Statue yeah, that, of Liberty. Statue of that's Liberty. A, statue. a statue. It's a statue. Yeah, the Statue of Liberty. <laughs> <laughs> Who is having this conversation? <laughs> oh, I'm so happy to see you. I know. Okay. I haven't. Um, Spoken to a human outside of my household in a while. Oh, no, really? <laughs> um, so I have three kids. They are all boys, five, eight, and ten. <laughs> I have one boy, and he is six and a half. Oh, boy. <laughs> um, hi. <laughs> oh, boys. There has been, there's been a lot going on over here. Um... <laughs> Uh, but how are, how have you been doing? How are you doing? You know, uh, I don't know. It's just like waiting, waiting to get out of an escape room and I can't figure out the codes. Um, you know, that's what it feels like. Do you like escape rooms? (laughs) I've only been a couple times. I get like stressed out. Me too. I'm, I'm, I feel like I like, you know, puzzles and stuff. But when it's on a time clock, suddenly... I'm oh, horrible. Maybe it's that there's like a team of people depending on you. Maybe that's part of it. Yeah. I yeah. I love puzzles. I love games where you have to like search for something and then this unlocks this and this puzzle and this code. But yeah, doing it in a, a, a room with other people, especially friends, is so stressful. It's not it fun. It is. Because you don't want to let people down because you also just want to get to the bar, you know? (laughs) (laughs) And that's kind of how I feel right now. I just want to get to the bar. Yeah. Oh, God. I feel like we'll never get to the bar. (laughs) Um, Yeah. My, uh, yeah, it's just, you know, life. Life with the kids. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'll, uh, I'm going to jump right in. Let me tell you what's, uh, what's been breaking me. Um, so, uh, our 10 year old Rex, he, uh, you know, he and his brother who's eight Ajax, they, they both do online learning, distance learning every day. Mm -hmm. They get 9am, they get on the zoom and then they do their classes. And then inevitably someone ambles in and you're like, why are you here? And they're like, I'm on a break. And it's like, I feel like oh, everything is a break. You're always on break. Okay. Um, and that, and you never know like when they're telling the truth and when they're lying. Of course. And, uh, and so many times they'll be like dicking around and then you're like, I can literally hear your teacher. <laughs> talking to the class like teaching them things and like calling your name and uh you probably should go back there and learn anyway (laughs) so every day they they stop for lunch the eight-year-old uh has lunch and then he goes back to class for i don't know what another hour or two 
Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and but every day since our, uh, they started class in August, mm-hmm. our ten year old stops for lunch and then says, "I don't have any more school for the rest of the day." <laughs> every time, every day, and we're like, "Oh, okay, that's crazy," because your your younger brother has like way more school now, and he's like, "No, nope, I'm done." And this is uh, this is January. We are at the end of January. Isn't it? Yeah, it's like the 97th day of school or something like that. Like if they're because I know they're counting in kindergarten. So right. wow, like they are he's committed this 100th kid. day because it's been Dr. Seuss day. <laughs> Dr. Seuss day on the one. I don't understand. Everyone red and white paper hat, and then <sighs> they eat green, green eggs and ham. So, so my husband like, I don't even know what made him do this, but he, he emailed the teacher. And, and by the way, we've had a parent-teacher conference. Mm. We've had a parent-teacher conference. We've talked to her over Zoom. We've emailed her. We can, she can email us anytime. And so, so my husband emailed her and, uh, and was like, oh, hey, and by the way, um, Rex, Rex always says that, you know, the class doesn't reconvene after lunch. And I just want to make sure that's true. And she's like, oh, no, we, we meet every day after lunch. <laughs> I didn't realize you'd been believing him. Yeah. <laughs> because oh, no. Also, we figured if this wasn't. Why would he lie every day? Why would he lie every day? What did the teacher tell us? Because, dude, if he's, like, 10 minutes late or gone uh, or absent, we get, like, 40 phone calls, like, robocalls oh, and emails. Yeah. So it didn't. Oh, my God. It... Oh. oh, wow. So, and we were like, wait, he told us. And she's like, nope. And we were like, okay, well, maybe you could tell us in the future. <laughs> like, tell us the first time or the fifth, maybe the 80th time, like, maybe yep. the 90th. 90- any of the time or like just email us or text us or just tell us in person when we saw you on the zoom tell us in person when we were at the parent teacher conference like oh bt dubs he doesn't (laughs) show up for the second half of class ever never never what oh my and we were like rex what the fuck (laughs) what did you yeah what did he say was he just like did he admit it or was he pushed pushing back and be like I didn't know and all that? Well, he never takes responsibility for his actions. Okay. So that's a cool like a cute thing about it. <laughs> yeah, super cute. Super fun. Um, oh my and, god. And like he gets he gets really he's so he's so volatile. And and a lot of it is yeah. like hormones cuz he's 10 and he's just starting oh. that sort of like that climb to puberty and then also part of it is just he's always been very what I like to call um like emotionally dynamic <laughs> um <laughs> which is, he's just like up and down like just very moody and and just like bombastic and like I'm very yeah. I'm very angry and and I can't keep it together and now I'm fine and everything's happy he you know <laughs> um and so like in the past when you know we'll be like oh Rex remember this and he's like I know like he gets really upset if we remind him. He doesn't want to be called out. Yeah, he doesn't like being called out, which is hard when you're like, I just want to kind of confirm and like solidify that we're on the same page. And he's like, don't call me out. Um, so so yeah, I I think that's a really it's a real testament to, um, how chaotic and <laughs> disorganized I mean, we are. Of but of course that is 
Wow. You know, honestly, I'm pretty, like, impressed by him because <laughs> the balls on him, the fact that he did it, it worked, and he's like, I'm just going to stick with it. <laughs> just going to, I mean, they're not checking. Wow. And <laughs> I feel like there's new things like that. Because, like, the last time I was on the show, I talked about when, like, Fred and his cousin ran away <laughs> and how I was, like, I just couldn't believe that I was dealing with it at this age. Like, you'd think of, like, like your kid ditching class yeah, or I'm something as, like, a and high I, school exactly. thing. Yeah, but this Zoom situation. And then, I mean, God knows, like, I wonder if this happens. Like, lots of kids are not coming and the teacher's just like, I don't fucking know. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> part of it, I'm sure, she's like, I have 30 students this kid's not getting bad grades, fine. Like, right. maybe she's like one less kid. That kid is very emotionally <laughs> dynamic. Let's live and let God or whatever the fuck. Um, yeah. Is that the saying, live and let God? I think it's live and let God uh, deal with him for those last two hours. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, so yeah, I mean, part of me's like, come on, lady. And part yeah. of me's like, this 10 year old. And then part of me is like, yeah, it's totally our fault. Like, we should have known. Um, but this also keeps happening, like, you know, in, in the beginning of the school year, there's this flood of information. And then during the school year, there's still this, like, flood of information. You're constantly getting robocalls. You're constantly getting emails about, like, from, from the school, from the principal, from the teacher, from the parent, uh, you know, the class parent, from the, you know, actual like school uh what am i trying to say like the school district all these like meetings town halls coffee with the principal it's just like so much information and then you're also supposed to learn a different sort of classroom and all their different all the programs the that we have programs. to use it's i mean so many apps at one and point so, many folders. so they go into this thing called schoology which should be schoolology but okay schoology <laughs> And then there's like this thing and it was like work or whatever. And so we're like, great. And we would check it and we'd be like, oh, Rex, you have all this makeup work you need to do. And so we like plowed through it and he was really proud. And then we talked to his teacher and we're like, okay, he did all of his makeup work. And she's like, what are you talking about? He has tons of makeup work. And we're like, what? And she's like, oh, I was like, I was checking this thing in the Schoology. And she's like, oh, no, check this thing in the Schoology. And it was like, Bleh. like, it was like all this uh -huh. crazy stuff. And we had no idea. And he said he didn't know. It's so hard to keep up with. It's well, really and even hard. like Fred's in kindergarten. And, you know, I... I also, I think in some ways, because obviously we're in the same mom's group, and sometimes you hear other parents say that they're going to do things like not make their kids do any of the homework, right? So they'll say things like that, right? So then I think, I can do that. I can just make a, a decision that, even though I'm not an educator, <laughs> I'm making the decision that really for my own self, I don't want to deal with this online stuff. Mm -hmm. And so I just was like, I'm not going to even go. There's so many apps. I'm not even going to them. He does the Zoom and then we're done. And Fair. Um, Fair. it was a couple months in when all of a sudden we had to have a parent teacher. And in the parent teacher, she's like, so he has 150 unopened assignments. And I was like, what? And she was like, he needs to do that homework. I actually need it to do assessments and all that stuff. And that's not his fault. That's my own fault for being like, 
I'm not doing homework. Yeah. And then you were uh, like, fuck the police. And then you were like, oh, no, the police oh. are after me. <laughs> well, and she'll start to call the kids out in class. So she'll be like, Fred, it's been two weeks since you've been on benchmark. And and it, they're in kindergarten. And my problem with like this one app, there's several apps, but one of them, he just has to like click and it goes to a YouTube video about like a letter or something like that. But the thing he really needs to practice is handwriting and like physically writing with a pencil or a pen. And so like holding it, correctly. holding it, all that stuff. Yeah. It, I mean, his, if you read the things, not to drag my son, but if you tried to read what he writes, you, it's illegible. It's like another He's going language. to be a doctor. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's true. He's just practicing his signature. <laughs> Um, but like, he's really like <clears throat> smart in his, when, when he's like speaking, mm -hmm. but then when with writing, he just has a hard time and he's never been in school to learn it because he started kindergarten virtually. And I'm not a teacher. I'm barely a mom. Um, <laughs> so I don't know. I just get so frustrated by it. And then a lot of the assignments too are gym classes. Like they're supposed to watch these videos and do part of it there's one that's an improv class but the teacher it's it's not interactive it's the teacher teaching improv and kids are just watching it and then supposed to talk back to her kids don't do that right it's not fucking he, door he, the explorer <laughs> kids don't do that he just, no he just sits there and like oh, you know uh zoom school what a time this is a moment in time it's a it's a historical moment in time we are yeah. living history our grandchildren yes. will interview us about this <laughs> this um before i launch into my story there's one quick thing that happened dude i thought that school. was your story awesome oh, i love it so uh this quick thing happened where he fights going to school every single day and going to school is just you know walking down the hall and um <laughs> And he's like, but it's boring. It's not fun. Like, I don't like it. Just as I was like signing him on to Zoom and just as his like name pops up on Zoom, I said, all school is boring. This is, this school is no worse than any other school. And his teacher said, okay. <laughs> and then I muted him and I was like, well, <laughs> oh my all school God. all school is boring this school is no worse than any other <laughs> good morning children yeah <laughs> yeah and she said okay that was her yeah. response that was her response <laughs> mm -hmm. and we don't have a lot of the issues of like a lot of times the kids are always muted. It's just when you pop on, he's not muted. So he has to mute himself. So it's just the second it popped on, that's when I decided to really Pop let off. it fly. Yeah. Um, I'm pretty uh, sure that yesterday Ajax had his microphone off and he is in the dining room. Like he's just in the literally in the middle of like our living space. Living space. Exactly. Yeah. And any and there is constant even when people aren't angry or upset, there everyone's shouting because it's right. just a loud house and a loud family and a loud husband. <laughs> and um <laughs> Blame it on him. Yeah, it's his fault. I'm yeah. very quiet. I'm very demure. Um, uh, I'm a lady. I was surprised you had a podcast because you're so quiet. I was like, she likes to talk. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
<sighs> so anyway, <laughs> I'm pretty sure everyone was like, and it was like, <sighs> like you don't trust like a, a big like argument. People are yelling and like kids are it's hitting crazy. each other and screaming and <laughs> crying. And I'm pretty sure I heard his his uh, classmates go, Ajax. I think your microphone is on. <laughs> and I could have just gotten up and changed it, but I just right. didn't care. I was You're like, like, that's fine. You see our mess. I don't give a shit. <laughs> You're like, I'm proud of yeah. it. You don't, you, you know, we're messy bitches over here. a new sponsor manscaped our friends at manscaped are the global leaders in men's below the waist grooming and they are here to give you the perfect gift for the men in your life and here to join me to talk about it is the man in my life Hello, everybody out there. <laughs> so, hey, maybe a fun way to celebrate Valentine's Day would be to get that special fella in your life, the Manscaped Perfect Package 3.0. It is full of the best products to keep them looking, smelling, and feeling nice for both of you. Now, there are all sorts of goodies in this box, including a uh, fresh new pair of skivvies. What do you think, Ari, of your Manscaped skivvies? Uh, remarkably comfortable. Yeah. Very nice. This is great to hear. And I, I got to tell you, in these turbulent times, you got to look after yourself and you got to prioritize comfort. And if you're feeling out there like there's not a lot of nice things you can do for yourself, this is one. And so this is a nice gift for that. And all of the formulations are vegan, cruelty-free, dye-free, sulfate-free, paraben-free. My balls are vegan. I am not. <laughs> you can cut that. And also in the perfect package is a revolutionary third generation lawn mower. <laughs> it's a trimmer that has advanced skin safe technology and it features a cutting edge ceramic blade to reduce grooming accidents. And it's waterproof, which is also nice. When you think your balls, you think cutting edge, you think lawn mower. <laughs> Keep that in. <laughs> Also in there are a couple of products. One is Crop Preserver, which is like a lotion. It's like a fancy, how can you explain it, Ari? It's like a... It's like a, it's a lotion that becomes a powder and it keeps you from chafing and it smells nice. Yeah. 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 So that's nice. That's nice for you. It's nice for your partner. It's nice for anyone who's being, you know, close to your bits and pieces. There's also the Crop Reviver in there. Crop Preserver and Crop Reviver. What's going on down there? You're, I don't know. They've spent a lot of... It, you're cutting it down with a lawnmower. You've got crops. What are you growing down there? Uh, this company spent a lot of money on cutting edge euphemisms. <laughs> uh, certainly uh, don't dust your crops without a crop. I don't know. <laughs> well, you know what? If you do dust your crops, uh, know that you have a nice smelling crop preserver and crop reviver down there. Crop reviver is like. It's called ball toner. And it's tingly. Yeah. I mean, one thing clearly, uh, a lot of us don't have the perfectly toned balls that 2021 requires. It's true. And for that, Manscaped has got you covered with their Manscaped Perfect Package 3.0. It's full of the best products that are going to keep your man looking, smelling, and feeling nice for both of you. So harvest those crops and bring them to market. Get 20% off and free shipping with the code WMD at manscaped.com. Everyone, this is a perfect gift for you and your man, and I think he will thank you. And men, uh, your balls will thank you as well. Your balls. They will physically thank you. It's It'll actually be kind of terrifying. terrifying. 
<laughs> oh, here's the th- other thing. It makes your balls uh, turn into... Uh, sentient, s- yeah. Yeah, sentient talking uh, scrotum. It's back. weird that this is like the fifth talking point on the copy. But I it know. Does, it's uh, weird that they didn't mention that up top. Yeah, I'm not even here. My balls are doing this promo. So again, that's 20% off and free shipping with the code WMD at manscaped.com. 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com. Use the code WMD. Happy Valentine's Day from Manscaped. 2020 was a real doozy. And if you're anything like everyone else, you might be feeling like it's time to get some help and talk with someone. Better help is a customized online therapy that offers video, phone, and even live chat sessions with your therapist. You don't even have to see anyone on camera if you don't want to. I don't know anyone who isn't struggling right now, and it doesn't hurt to reach out for help. You deserve to feel happy. So what is therapy exactly? Well, it's whatever you want it to be. You can get help with motivation, depression, anxiety. Maybe you're having anger issues, stress, dealing with insecurity in relationships or at work. Maybe difficulties with your romantic relationships or your kids. Whatever you need. It's much more affordable than in-person therapy, and you can start communicating with your therapist in under 48 hours. I tried it out and I was amazed at how easy it was to find a therapist and I was really impressed by how quickly they reached out to me. So join the millions of people who are seeing what therapy is really about. See if it's for you because you are your greatest asset. You got to put your oxygen mask on first before you can help everyone else. So for Why Mommy Drinks listeners, BetterHelp is going to give you 10% off your first month if you go to betterhelp.com slash drinks. So again, that's betterhelp, H-E-L-P, dot com slash drinks. And let's slide into 2021 feeling strong, happy, and healthy. So this is not about Zoom school. This is uh, about the same, the very same cousin that um, it's the only family we have out here. And so he, we see his cousin who's, she's nine and she is a really good kid. Always like, she's like a rule follower. She's scared of doing things outside of like the rules, but somehow when her and Fred get together, like just, I, I'm like trusting them. They're playing like quietly in the room and then something crazy happens. So this is the same cousin he ran away from home with. So, um, <laughs> so uh, my sister-in-law came over and, um, and it was, we hadn't seen each other in like a few weeks. And so, uh, and we're the only families each other sees. So it, my sister-in-law and I are just like hanging out in the living room, like having a drink, having a great old time, just chatting like two adults without children by our sides. When, and this is right before Christmas, <clears throat> when suddenly like blood curdling scream from Fred's bedroom, like blood curdling, screaming and shouting. And what he's saying is, I wish I was blind. I wish I was blind. (laughs) Over and over, screaming, screaming, screaming. So I go, first BJ goes in to check on him and thinks like he's, he's, my son is also dramatic. So he could say things like that from nothing, you know? At first he was like, wait. And then he like kind of looked at him and was like, this kid has seen, he's seen a ghost or something. (laughs) I don't know what he has seen, but he is traumatized and my niece something that traumatized yeah and my niece is just like sitting there kind of like guilty oh no and they're like looking at the ipad oh no so i go in fred like runs and jumps into my arm and is poking his eyes and literally over and over saying i wish i was blind i wish i was blind i wish i was blind so (laughs) finally 
and and screaming louder than I've ever heard. Like, so it was already traumatizing, and I'm just like sitting there, like, what the hell happened? So it turns out that they were uh, using Siri to Google things on, <laughs> like, to search for things on the internet. And no, wait, really quick, whose <laughs> yeah. iPad is this? This is uh, Fred's iPad, but he doesn't, he can't um, read or like write words yet for the most part, except for like sight words. <laughs> so is, he doesn't like. Is this a home iPad or a school iPad? This is a home iPad. Okay. And are there restrictions on it? Yes or no? No. Great. great. Because I didn't know about that really. Right. <laughs> so, perfect. Perfect for our is, purposes. Perfect. Yeah. Because this is how I'm learning about these things that I should already know about. So, <laughs> so apparently they were Googling things like, or using Siri to search for things like scary dinosaurs. So that was what, you know, and, and then they searched for scary, real looking mummy mm -hmm. and then looked in the image and it was at images of rotting faces, oh. like real rotting faces like in <laughs> like and <laughs> and like you know the brain like drawings of brains getting sucked out of noses and like like you know just like the most disturbing things and <laughs> and he saw it and was so disturbed and it was a true 45 minutes of him screaming and shouting and oh he God. was like I can't open my eyes because then I see it everywhere. And he's like, everywhere I look, all I see are these mummies. And like, oh, he's like, no, like literally was just like freaking out. And I just was like, I don't I like I truly didn't know what to do. Yeah. And actually, at the time, it was like a weekday. BJ was working in our in the back room, but he's just like in the room trying to work. <laughs> Meanwhile, his son is like freaking out, but he can't stop because his type of job. And <laughs> My sister-in-law, finally, my sister-in-law just was like, let's go for a walk. Let's go see some Christmas lights. And Fred was like, okay, but I'll have my eyes closed the whole time. So we took... <laughs> so we walked... Me, this is like the opposite. If my eyes are closed, that's all I'm seeing. What? That's what I said. And he's like, when I open my eyes, I'm, I see them. So, so we took a walk, like, like a half hour walk. And he had his eyes closed the whole time. <laughs> How was that working? <laughs> I just holding his hands and like guiding him and and uh, every once in a while he'd like look at like a light display or something, you know, cuz we were looking at the Christmas lights and then he'd have to close them back up again. <laughs> and 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 um, you know, and there was some argument about who was the one that said to use Siri on that. My niece felt seemed pretty guilty. So I feel like the <laughs> <laughs> restrictions were on, I feel like that you would still might see that. Because it's like exactly historically accurate. <laughs> it's just like National and Geographic. Like <laughs> that's the thing. And oh I know. And and so now he's constantly like I hate the internet. <laughs> and like and like the other day he wanted to know what like a minotaur was and I looked it up and then I guess there was one disturbing f photo of a minotaur and he's like this is why I hate the internet this is why I hate the internet oh he's God. like and so he says he always has like visions basically like even if he sees like ground beef he then thinks of the mummy like yeah. there's 
is triggered. I think he, I suspect he might end up getting diagnosed with the same anxiety I have, because I used to have that active imagination, which would terrify me, you know? Um, but, oh my God, I, 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 I felt extremely guilty, but I was like, okay, no more Siri. Yeah. We're never doing it. So we could just use, you know. My five-year-old I mean, loves Siri. Uh, He's always at telling Siri to, he, he, he mostly just says, Siri, show me pictures of R2-D2. but like yeah but also he has a speech impediment so they could also be like just uh, random yeah like i don't even i don't know how you could make r2d2 into something terrible but i'm sure the internet will find a way that's the thing like really i started thinking about it and i was like just the fact that they can ask to see anything like and it's not gonna yeah it's not like they saw porn or something that would have been not on a you know if there were restrictions it's like you know just seeing actual decaying dead bodies like i because i i did the google search myself just so that i could see what it was and i was like that is pretty creepy (laughs) here what what was it it was like a scary mummy like real scary mummy or something like that. Let's see. And then image. <laughs> what, if <you> start- <laughs> what if you just started screaming and we're like, oh my God, Um, yeah, these are super creepy pictures. These are every single one of these is terrible. Really yeah. awful. There's one. I also thought they might be from the mummy, which would also be scary. Like the, you know what I mean? Like some of them, but I mean, the creepy. ones that I'm looking at here are not pretend. Yeah. Uh, these are, I mean, you have to go kind of far down, but these are all like, <laughs> they're all decaying corpses and yeah, they all gross. have their mouths agape as if they are in a silent forever scream. scream. There's one that's a, like a conjoined two-headed baby it's awful it's yeah it's really bad (laughs) (laughs) so yeah and i don't think restrictions would would change any of that possibly right because it's just real it's just like there's so many things like that where i'm just like uh, it never would occur to me that this is something i mean it's also funny because i think of Fred is kind of like a dark kid. Yeah. So the fact that this darkness has kind of come back to to bite him is kind of like extra interesting. I know. And he still is, you know, he's still pretty dark. Like he, the other day he was like, I have a joke for you. He's like, what's a um what's a firework in space? And I was like, what? And he's like, a rocket ship blowing up. <laughs> Oh, that's a great. Is it a joke? What's what? <laughs> so all the people died inside. Okay, I was like, I don't know about that joke. <laughs> I love him. That's so funny, though. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Thanks, Fred. Let's go take a walk and look at some Christmas lights. <laughs> With his eyes closed. Well, here, why don't I get a letter to read to you? Is that cool? Sounds grand. 
I want to remind everyone to send in your stories. Uh, send us your shit shows. You can email them to whymommydrinkspodcast at gmail.com. And you can also call them in on our hotline. Stop it with your shit show. 424-279-8842. All right. This is from Laura. Salutations and all that good shit. You're fun. Hey. I have a fun little tale about my shit show that took place less than one hour ago. For reference, it's 2.54 p.m. on October 19th, 2020. <laughs> Today, during this fun pandemic, we sent my only child to kindergarten. Her first time at real school. Big deal despite being in daycare since she was two. Anyway, I work full-time during the week, 7 a.m. till 4 p.m. at the earliest. Whew, that's a long day. Because I was unable to get the morning off, I left my I left the getting the child ready to my parents, who are incredibly capable and amazing people. I cried, my daughter cried, my mom sent me 10,000 photos. The day goes on and at 1.30, daycare, daycare calls to confirm that she is on their transportation, not her public school bus. Oh, so like I guess their daycare, her daycare picks the her up from the school. Okay. Where's this magical place? I know, it's amazing. <laughs> Actually, when, when we, back in the olden days, when we used to take our kids to school, um, there was like a van that would come and like pick up a bunch of kids at the bus stop and then take them to some like after school thing. Yeah. Uh, so I guess it's like that. Okay. I say yes, and her school has already been informed. 204 rolls around. One of the daycare teachers calls saying her kinder has lost my incredibly anxious oh. and emotional, uh, scared of everything child. Needless to say, I immediately lost my shit, hung up, started calling the school, who is obviously not on their game because they couldn't even find her name for a hot minute. Oh my God. I am forced to leave work and discover on my way to kinder that she is safe and sound with her daycare provider. Normally I would drop my day, pick up and coddle my child and hold her tight as I'll lose her for real, as if I'll lose her for real, but I'm forcing myself to sit back and allow her to experience something that was an honest mistake. Meanwhile, I'm at work still infuriated and already dreaming of the delicious bottle of wine I have in my fridge that I'll probably drink in one sitting. I mean, you know, I get it. He deserves it. Yeah. Incidents like this make me really wish I could just quit my job and homeschool. Yep. I think about that all the time. And then I'm like, or, or maybe like, maybe that would be a fucking night. I'm like, I should just stop working and just concentrate on these kids and we should just move to the middle of nowhere. And then I'm like, or I might, die um yeah you'd lose it <laughs> but we live a simple and comfortable life and if i do that we are back at step one yeah and i told myself i'd never be there again that's enough whining thank you for hopefully taking the time to read my overly long-winded story you are some amazing mamas thank you and i'm oh so grateful for your podcast you are doing a great job laura Ah, thanks laura that is terrifying that i know and what a like roller coaster of a story. And also like, I mean, I feel like it's, uh, I feel like I've heard a couple people say that schools have somehow misplaced their kid on, on en route somewhere. Like another friend of mine had it where the, they were supposed to take them to aftercare, which is on the same property, but suddenly couldn't find the daughter and called and like, how crazy like you're one thing like if you don't teach them fine but yeah at least need to know where they are you're supposed to keep them alive and and not dead 
That's, in your eyesight. Uh, yeah. <laughs> or at least know where they are. I mean, if they're out of your eyesight, like they're in the bathroom, you still need to know where they are. Okay. I just texted you a story. Would you be okay with reading it? Yeah. Hi, Betsy. Hopefully, Amanda, any guest co-hosts, and rest of the WMD crew. Oh, hey. That's you, Rebecca. Hello. Oh, thanks for the personal hello. <laughs> <laughs> In fall of 2018, I had a two-year-old boy and a fresh one-month-old little girl. I thought everything was great, but oh boy, the whole thing was going to go to shit. <laughs> I love that word too. <laughs> I had a job that I loved, but when it came time to go on maternity leave, I was given two weeks. Oh, Once the little arrived and it came time to use my maternity leave, I actually only used six days and then was promptly needed to return back to working 20 hours a week. <gasps> I decided I needed to quit, so I put in my notice without another job lined up. Aww. My husband traveled for work, so he had a planned week-long trip in another state, and again, I had a newborn and was in the process of leaving my job. Great timing. Oh, God. So America! The I know. Wonderful America. <clears throat> Six days. You're back. So the week my husband was set to go, my son comes down with hand, foot, and mouth and can't go to preschool. Okay, great. Yeah! <laughs> Add that to the fucking list. So I'm going to be home alone with a newborn while working and a sick two-year-old. I could do this, right? I was holding it down, dare I say, handling it well. Then I got a fever and it felt like I'd been hit by a truck. Uh -oh. Turns out I have mastitis. No. Double fuck. No! So Did you ever get mastitis, Rebecca? I never did. I got blocked ducks, but I would kind of like get get them out uh, before it got to that point. I had mastitis <sighs> like two, three times, and it's rough. It's like a real, Oof. it's it's truly like an infection in your body. Like your whole body yeah. is like, boom, like it just powers down and oh. horrible fever. It's awful. And your whole body aches. And maybe because it's like connected to your lymph nodes or something. I don't know. Right. It's awful. Anyway. Torture. That's torture. Uh, <laughs> women go through torture. Uh, so I have mastitis and want to rip my boob off, and the baby is just doing her thang, nursing away while I'm slowly dying inside because mastitis is the actual worst. The boy with his hand, foot, mouth is just sad and pathetic and needing so much while I try to work and handle all of the house shit. Oh my god, this is a nightmare! <laughs> horrible! horrible. <laughs> the icing on the shit cake. Midweek, I notice the savings account is empty. And I go full on Sherlock Holmes and figure out my husband out of town on a work trip gambled away our entire savings. What the actual fucking fuck? So I'm dealing with all this shit and he tries to financially ruin our family. Great. I was so done. I didn't know how I could get all over all of this. But as the antibiotics, but as the antibiotics kicked in and oh, I felt better and my son recovered and my husband came home and spent the last two years trying to earn my trust back and fixing what he messed up. Okay. And here we are. We both have new jobs that we like. The kids are pretty great most of the time and we're taking it one day at a time in this crazy pandemic world. It was a real shit show, but I made it through. And hopefully one day we'll look back at this clusterfuck we're living through and realize we survived and did the best we could. Thank you for all that you do for the WMD community because I don't know how I would have been able to survive the last two years without you all. You're doing a great job, Kay. Oh my God. Oh my God. What is her name, Kay? Yeah, just the letter K. Oh my 
God. Wow. I mean, it was already such a like a shit show, and then her husband gambled away. There's- that's that's the mo- that's like yeah, that's a dinosaur taking a, a big dump and destroying your home. That's just really <laughs> that is a picture of a minotaur. I do not want to see. <laughs> oh my god, like. It's wow. just knowing that you're in the shit like that and your and your partner is away on mm-hmm. a trip in a hotel by themselves, that's enough. And then to find out that they are gambling, period. That's enough. It's like I'm yeah. in the shit and you're having fun gambling. And then to find out on top of it that they I mean that's <sighs> that's rough. And you know, obviously like uh she had a newborn. Like, even if you didn't have mastitis. <laughs> Just a newborn. Take away one. Take away one. Any one. <laughs> Still shit show. All that at once. <laughs> Every oh. single one of those individually is a shit show in and of themselves. And together, it's like a perfect storm of awful. Holy cow. That was epic. Epic. Thank you for oh. sharing that. So this isn't a shit show. It's just like a nice email, looks like, uh, from Chelsea. So it says, Dear Why Mommy Drinks, I've been listening to your show since my three-year-old was five months old. I found you all at a low point in momhood, and you are literally the second podcast I started listening to regularly. Your podcast is better than therapy sometimes. Oh, thanks. Thank you. Uh, For me, too, honestly. I'm writing to thank you for everything you do for moms and especially for your Facebook community. The support from the women and men in the group is so beautiful. In this group, vulnerability becomes strength, shame becomes pride, and the crazy becomes normal. That's nice. Hey, that's a good quote you could put on any poster. (laughs) Slap that on a billboard. And then it just says, Chelsea. Chelsea Handler? Nope. Chelsea, she just, I don't want to say your last name. She didn't say it. it. Um, I've recently posted some positive posts and the overwhelming support and feedback has bolstered my confidence as a mom and a woman. And I see others doing the same. I love having a place to post about the real me as mom, the good and the bad, and see others brave enough to do the same. How many times have I read, I can't post this on my Facebook, dot, dot, dot. But here in the community you built, we are safe and supported. You give us the courage to support other moms, both in and out of the group. You are exactly what the mom community needs, and I am so grateful to you, Chelsea. That is so sweet. That's so nice. It was always my dream to create a um, an online community that was somewhere as close to supportive as the mom group that you and I are in um, online, and uh, and I'm so glad to hear that, that – uh, that that has been successful for for some people um that's awesome yeah Um, I feel like it's so great I feel like so many times uh people are isolated and possibly you know just either don't have a lot of mom friends or if they do they still feel embarrassed about certain elements like you know in real life yeah whereas it's so nice to be able to like post and feel comfortable and then yeah you see how much you have in common with moms across the country is kind of amazing yeah yeah and dads and it's so it's so important to find your tribe your tribe of moms you know if who you feel like seen by and who you feel like are on the same wavelength because there's so many you know there's 
there's just as many different kinds of moms as there are people. And, uh, you know, not all of them want to see the mess and not all of them think that your mess is like funny or, you know, <laughs> and, you know, my, I, I like mom, moms and dads who are just like, let's hang it. Let's let it hang out. This is my mess. It's fucking fine. I'm a human being. You're a human <laughs> being. We're all a big mess and that's okay. Oh man. Wow. Thank That's you. Lovely. Thank you, Rebecca, for being on the show. Uh, where can people find you online? What should they see? Uh, you can find me on Instagram and Twitter at Hello Rebecca. And I just started a TikTok and I have 50 followers. <gasps> oh my God. I'm so jealous because Why Mommy Drinks has six. <laughs> <laughs> well, I didn't even know about it now that all your fans know. And um, my uh, TikTok is at Rebecca Doodle Do. And you have to spell my name with two Ks. Um, it took me a while to come up with a name because uh, all of them were taken. So Rebecca Doodle Do is as good as I could get. That's uh, so the problem with joining late. You always have to be like, what's this new technology? I got to get in there even if I'm not going to use it. Just put my name in there Yeah. before the other Rebecca Johnson gets it. We have two Ks. Come on. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. That's why I'm Betsy Dot Stover on so many things because mm. Betsy Stover, the hairdresser. Swooping in, getting stuff. Betsy Stover, who runs a nonprofit about these bitches. I'm just hearing bitch, bitch. <laughs> uh, well, check out IlluminatiImprov.com. Check out Why Mommy Drinks podcast on TikTok and Instagram. And of course, if you have yet to rate and review the show on Apple Podcasts, uh, please do so. Uh, give us five stars. Uh, please uh, say something nice. It like helps some fucking algorithm so that people know we're a good show and then more more people will know about it. And the more people know about it, the better it is for everybody because then I can just quit my job and just do podcasting all the time. Isn't that what we want? Isn't that the dream? I think it is. Right? Okay. <sighs> Phew. Rebecca, you're doing a great job. <laughs> Betsy, you're doing a great job. Thank you. Thank you. I, I mean, I really do mean that. You're doing an amazing job. <laughs> you're out there hustling. Sometimes you just got to take a moment. Mm -hmm. uh, you know what? Your kid had a learning moment about the internet that maybe most kids should have had. Maybe I would wish my kids to have <laughs> a similar learning <laughs> moment so that maybe they wouldn't be talking to Siri and Googling things all the time. It's just a matter of time, right? Oh, golly. <sighs> well, <laughs> if you find yourself uh, <laughs> finding out that your child is been leading a double life since August, <laughs> or you find out your husband has gambled away your life savings when you're home, uh, keeping it all locked down and just barely, or if you find yourself taking a trip around the neighborhood to look at Christmas lights, but all you can see are real <laughs> decaying mummies. Just know that you are doing a great job. My mommy drinks.
Have you ever encountered an unexplained hairy bipedal hominid in the woods? Have you received telepathic messages from an unidentified aerial phenomenon? If so, then you need to listen to Bigfoot Collectors Club. I'm Michael McMillan. And I'm Bryce Johnson. And together with super producer... Riley Bray. We make up the Bigfoot Collectors Club. That's right. Every week we talk to actors, comedians, writers, and paranormal experts about their personal paranormal histories and share stories of high strangeness. Like the time when we talked to Craig Ferguson about the Loch Ness Monster and when a sea witch told him he had raven magic. Or the time I asked Pitch Perfect's Anna Camp her opinion on cattle mutilations. Past guests have included Rachel Bloom, Jen Kirkman, Paul F. Tompkins, Bobcat Goldthwait, and more. So if you've ever been abducted alongside five reindeer by an alien with grills for hands, or witnessed Bigfoot crawl out of an interdimensional portal, don't laugh, happens all the time, then check out Bigfoot Collectors Club on Campfire Media or wherever you get your podcasts. Bigfoot Bigfoot Collectors Collectors Club, you're you're here to to believe believe us. Wait, is that how it goes? Campfire.